I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, 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 hello. Cool. Okie dokie. That is the levels. Hello, Danny. How are you, mate? Um, I'm just, I'm just going for my phone to find, uh, just remind myself what I need to talk about. Um, this could actually work for cold open. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. This is a very special episode where I have gone through my favourite episodes and pulled out the best bits. Uh, This first one is from the first episode of the entire podcast, which was with the brilliant Glenn Moore. I really enjoyed listening to this because I... I didn't really remember much from it. So it was like listening to it for the first time. So like a punter. So I, I had a good time listening to it. So I, I think you guys are going to enjoy this. The reason we're doing this is uh, Danny and I, we've been on the uh, North and Scottish leg of the tour. We were away for like three weeks. And then after the Ad- Aberdeen show, I had to shoot to Kilkenny, get a flight. And Danny drove back down to England so we just didn't have time to do a, a brand new episode. I'll tell you what, we're going to do a tour talk soon. And so much happened on this leg of the tour from weird, mad heckles, stuff that's happened at the gig. So, so many funny things Danny did, uh, which I'm going to pull him up on when we do tour talk. And we've also got lots of other great episodes coming up with guests. So uh, look forward to that. But this is a best of episode. The best of Glenn Moore. My, my problem is with jokes, I think, is that um, if I try a joke out once and it works the first time, then that is in my set forever. And it can die then. Every single night I do it for the next two months and I'll be like, no, but that first time. <laughs> yeah, I know, time? I know. Whereas if something doesn't work the first time, and then what? And then I change it, and then it works for months afterwards. I still go into it with a sense of trepidation. There's still jokes that I've been doing for like four years, yeah. Which I still go into every club. I sort of I, I'll say it, but I don't think it's going to work. Got I mean, an example? Have you got an example? Um, let me think. Because there's why you're thinking. There's one when I uh, th- see this is how much it affects you. Because this was, I'd say, eight years ago. Yeah, I went to a, it was a Brighton gig, new act, kind of open micy. And I went and tried this new joke and it smashed it. Mm. 
And then ever since, it's never worked, but it stayed with me. And I'm always like, oh, really? Why doesn't it work? It worked that first time. It's always in my head. I don't yeah. know why. And that was, it isn't very good. It was, um, I studied sports science at uni and I thought I'd just be kicking a football around all day. It was actually all like science theory. Uh, got kicked out of my first lecture for a sliding tackle. Right, okay. Which yeah. I think, it was in my head at the time, I was like, that's really, that's funny. And they laughed. And then ever since, nothing. Never worked. And do you reckon it was the way you delivered it or... Have you, have you changed up the delivery? They were just idiots. I don't know, the audience were just, they just look, maybe, maybe one of those kids, but they just laugh at anything. There is that thing of the confidence of the first time you do it. Yeah, maybe, joke, yeah. And the intent, sometimes the intensity of just getting it out because you say it in a more nervy and yeah. crap way. I know I certainly do. I think So two examples were um, when I I try, kept trying this joke for a couple of years and audiences would always, ooh, it. Oh, mm. because I've got, I think it's because, because I come across as quite sort of polite and mild-mannered on stage. Yeah. When I say anything that's remotely dark or could be, you know, then I find audiences immediately go, oh, a lot more than they would just the average average comic. Exactly it, the same with me, mate. And it's, re- it's really, really strange. And mm. so I had this joke a few years ago, which uh, which I, I've now changed to make it work. And last year it would work a lot because I put it in my Edinburgh show and it was because um, the show, part of the show is about living with my granddad. Um, just this fictional story about me living with my granddad and trying to solve a murder. And I said my granddad lived alone because basically my grandma's an Elvis impersonator um, in the sense that she's not alive anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Oh, my- oh, I've got a very similar joke Have you? What's the chance of that? What yeah. is it? Um, I went to an Elvis-themed bar. It was dead. Right, okay. Yeah, so it's a similar idea. Yeah, so uh, um, wow. and basically, I, I, the way I made it work was because previously it wasn't working and it, it was because I was... If I said... My grandma's an Elvis impersonator. People would laugh. People would kind of laugh, knowing that that's, that's really not the punchline, but knowing there will be a punchline. And that's, a, laugh funny, at the that's idea a funny of, idea. They'd laugh at the I idea. Of it, yeah. Um, but previously, what I was doing was my um, uh, like my <laughs> my uh, my nan's an, my nan's an Elvis impersonator in, uh, in the sense that she's dead. Yeah. And people would go, "Oh, because dead just sounds harsher," <laughs> and it would never and it would never work when I said dead. All oh, right. So I had to change it to the slightly longer. Because she's not alive anymore, and um, really, and then it would, ch- and that changed it. Completely. Yeah, that goes against, totally against joke theory that shorter is better. Yeah, well, it's because I was talking to dead. Adam Hess about this. Yeah, you're um, right. dead is dead. On the way back from our show last week, and uh, Adam was like, "I, uh, yeah, Hess was like, I, I can't understand why you don't say because she's dead." And I was like, "Well, there's a story behind this." Yeah, because it just didn't, it just didn't work. So there's one I cannot get to work. There is one I absolutely cannot get to work, and I really, I only wrote it a couple of months ago. And it went down okay on Twitter because that is the way I test out a lot of jokes. Yeah. So I, th- in, in my head, it's a it's a really solid joke, and I've I've changed it and I've changed it and I've changed it. The joke is, um, my housemates think it's really weird that I've got like multiple posters of Obama on my wall, um, probably because she's not as famous as her dad. <laughs> And that always gets like an un- like an uncomfortable <laughs> silence, and like a oh. And so I, 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 the first couple of times I did it, I was like, um, that that sounded less sinister in my head, and then the audience laughed at that. And I, I, I spoke to because because I'm doing a tour show of Adam Hess at the moment. We, we're spending so much time together. We keep yeah. talking about this joke because like, he's a great joke writer. As exactly, well, so. he's such a like he's just. He's Actually, just the best. He's, here. he's the best. He is the best. Yeah. Um, and so we were talking, and he was like, "There's no reason why that joke shouldn't work because he said it should be technically the perfect pullback and reveal." Yeah. He said because Barack Obama's first name is Obama. Like yeah. in, in 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 the heads of everyone, you don't think it, but yeah, yeah, Obama's yeah. his first name. Yeah. Because uh, and, and that, like everyone just you sort of forget. Obviously, it isn't, but you just know him as Obama. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, it should work as a pullback and reveal. Yeah. But people 
think that, and I, I spoke to, I did a gig with Johnny Pelham and it did the joke and it didn't, mm. I, I think I backed out of doing the joke and I told him on the way back, I was like, I really wanted to do this joke and it doesn't work. And what Johnny said was he was like, Johnny was like, I know I'm wrong, but even though they're like 18, 19 years old, mm. I still picture them as 10. Yeah. And the idea of having a poster of a 10 year old, multiple so, posters of a 10 year old girl so, is a sinister idea. So, so that was my thought. So have you not thought about changing it to his, to her, his wife? So her husband Michelle Obama's but the thing is it's not unreasonable to have a poster of Michelle Obama because she herself is a a major figure in her own right who's got her own career that is inspirational and separate entirely from what his work is I'd say style out the ooze because it's so such a good joke but but it's 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 not getting like an ooh it's getting like a oh oh it's it's like that sort of yeah like a oh is he oh this is so annoying it was sort of like is this man openly a paedophile? Like it was, the, it's it's that sort of level of. Um, so I've I've changed it around so many times. I'm gonna try and. Ch- I think the next thing I haven't tried yet is we're having a discussion. Me and my housemates having a discussion about who who should be made a saint or who sh- like who the most inspirational person. Who you know who's the person you're most inspired by. Mm. I've tried to make it that I find it weird that my housemate has posters of her, but that doesn't work. And then what uh. I've been doing recently is I changed it to. I changed the joke completely, but it's still the same idea because the only other person who is known almost purely by their surname, almost as their first name, is Trump. So what I've tried to do, and in that case, the Trump uh, wife thing would work. And so what I what I what I have been saying yeah. was, um, I like um, my uh, I, can't, I can't I can't remember how I sort of worded it, but it was saying that like um, uh, like I I I'd say like you know what I hate Trump. Give me a cheer if you hate Trump and everyone will say, yeah. And I say, good, I'm glad you're on my side. Glad we're on the same page. Don't get me wrong. I love her husband. But <laughs> it takes people It takes people a while to get it. And then at the same time, you're also admitting to being, no matter how absurd my stuff is, you st- it sounds like people might still think, is he, you wouldn't, why would you admit to, like people think that's the only true thing about me suddenly and they sort of think that I am a Trump supporter. No. It's bizarre, but it's that, again, it's not working. And I'm so determined about this joke. It just doesn't work. But I think people might equate me with someone like Jacob Rees-Mogg, who is a Trump supporter. Right, And they go, yeah. well, he's got a posh voice and he wears glasses. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, I guess so. So I, 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 I've got about four or five different angles that I'm going to try work. with it. And I think it's going to be, I think the next, I, I tried, because I tried it with the, um, my... I started the original. I, I said, really I said about funny. my housemate, I said my housemate, I said she likes, I find it really weird that she's got post of it, like she said, she's got a tattoo of Obama. Um, but she's not as famous as her dad. That doesn't work because it's already a she and people think the she, the she, you, you're going to think the she is my housemate and then the joke doesn't yeah. make any sense. So, um, I tried to make it less sinister by making it about a girl um, and that a, a girl would be inspired by that but then that confuses the joke because you've got two she's mm. two she's that you're not then naming yeah um, just as confusing as it would be if you had two he's that you weren't naming so I don't know it's giving me a real headache I'm yeah. trying it every night of the week but, in a different way but what's so frustrating about that one is every single option you've got is a good joke yeah and I've got like um, I've got a bit of my new show at the moment where I'm just trying to get the joke and it's about fear of going to prison because the fear of going to prison like if you go to prison you've got to be the toughest person there Yeah. so everyone always says you go into the yard on your first day you punch the biggest person there then you're the toughest person in yeah. prison and yeah. I need a joke there because it's it's used purely for a setup. Uh, all okay. I'm doing at the moment is I'm then saying like and I don't look like I could be the toughest person in prison I look like him and I do a crappy comparison joke of what I look like Yeah. Um, but then late, the idea is later on I do a bit about worrying about what life would be like in an old people's home and no one at the old people's home respects me <laughs> they only respect you if you're the oldest person there and everyone knows 
the only way to be the oldest person people sometimes you go into the yard and your first day punch the oldest person there then you're the oldest person yeah and because that works I keep the original but I'm it, punch I, I the oldest person pun, if you punch the oldest person there then you become the oldest person so there's no logic behind oh okay it doesn't make any sense I was sense thinking because I was thinking you were going to go down that you've got to kill the person to then be the actually be the oldest yeah which this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? There's, oh, okay. a, jo- there's a joke. Never, there's a jo- it's not really a joke as such. It's something I saw once. It was, it, I remember seeing this newspaper article, which is sort of like a 118-year-old becomes world's oldest woman. And I'm okay. thinking, like, shouldn't the punchline be oldest woman dies? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like, well, the only way you've become that is because the oldest woman has died. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was really weird that the newspaper didn't That's run great. with that angle. That's really funny. Um, like, it'd be insane if you saw a newspaper article saying, Prince Charles to be king. Just... And you'd be like, what happened to the queen? So, but the, their theory, they probably didn't even think about that. They've just, someone's just turned 118 and they've gone, oh, I don't think there's anyone else. Well, I think what it was, I think what the reality was, was they became the oldest woman of all time. Right, okay, yeah. So they, they up to the point, they were the oldest woman in the world for like four years, Yeah, yeah. but they weren't yet the oldest woman of all, to- all, right. of all time. yeah. But it's still, I remember it just sort That's of, funny. but uh, again, if you're in an audience and you then follow up with another joke, they're never going to think, they, yeah. they're never going to get that hung up on it. Um, there's a joke, there's a headline that I could never do in live because it's better written. Mm. And it was something like... Um, 1992 murders solved and so then, it's and then I 1992 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's a lot of murders but you can't say it because you have to say it only works written down yeah yeah so, but I um, found that frustrating yeah it's uh, there's, there's probably another way of wording it but not where it wouldn't be the year yeah um, but it's uh, it was actually rapes but I changed but when I tried it I changed it to murders because as soon as you say I, I, I had a I, I had a um, a tweet which was uh, which went out quite well, which was it was from like a BBC it's because I was working on Russell Howard's Good News and doing and it was just this often the process of just watching hours and hours and hours of just local BBC news yeah. bulletins and stuff and just trying to find stuff that you could sort of go 
like like so uh, comment, uh, like it? a TV burp esque sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, finding one that uh, that I saw it was about a court case, and they showed like these ten silhouetted faces, like like mugshots, mm. but all silhouetted. And so the joke I had for it was sort of like, I don't think the BBC should show these until they've unlocked all the bonus characters because it looked like a character selection screen in like Tekken yeah. but before you've unlocked anyone um, and I sent it to them and they were like can we ask what the court case was and I was like oh, it was it was a really grim court case and they were like well, we can't yeah. because people might associate it with it so I just I would tweet anything that wouldn't make it onto the show yeah it was quite a good it was, it was quite a, yeah it was quite a, a, a profligate period on Twitter for me because so yeah. much of it was just rejected jokes that Russell Howard's yeah. did not want well I've got this one which is um it's from my first show and I cut it out. In fact, there's two present-based jokes. One from my first show, one from my second show. One was that um, me and my dad don't really get along. Like, um, he got really upset with me recently because for his birthday I got him a card saying to the 71st best... No, it was like to the it was like to the 25th best dad in the world. Yeah. And he got really angry, but uh, still really good. Yeah. And no, no one laughed. <laughs> And no one, no one ever laughed at it, and so I just cut it out. That's really funny. Why doesn't that work? I think what had happened was I'd, I'd done these sort of like I sort of almost conditioned the audience because of the jokes I was doing beforehand, right. very much sort of set a punchline, set a punchline. Yeah. But you sort of condition the audience to listen out for those sort of things. Yeah. So I find if ever I I'm trying to steer away from just doing like that's why I, I dropped doing before I ever did like my first sort of Edinburgh like my first sort of full length show. Mm. I just dropped the idea of doing any like puns because right. what happened was if I had a because the puns I had would only work if you open with them because they couldn't they were too sort of trite to go halfway through a show yeah. and if you open with them then the audience are then thinking well I'm expecting a pun and every joke you then do after that they're sort of going where's the word and you're like no no yeah, no that's yeah. a, that's a, that was a yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull back you know that sort of thing <laughs> so um, it, I think where it came in the show it was people were used to you'd sort of go still really good is that a Still really, it was a still real. Is it, you know, it, I think they'd look at it like that as opposed to sort of going, the idea of being the twenty fifth best dad out of all the possibly couple of billion dads, you know, a few billion dads in the world. Yeah, that twenty fifth is really good, but that wasn't the. I mean, this probably isn't what the audience is thinking subconsciously, but could they be thinking that you're saying that you've got twenty four other dads? Oh, I'd never considered that. Because um, in my head. Because just because my brain, when you're telling a joke, I'm trying to think, trying to work it out before you hit the punchline. And that's where I thought it was. I, was, I, I didn't ever think that was what it was going to be, but it did cross my mind. Maybe I should lower the number. And if I say to the second best dad in the world, because it's still a slap in the face, isn't it? Because that's really annoying. if I say to the second, nah, no, you, no, if you do that, you, he, everyone's going to think I've got another dad. Stepdad. At yeah, least yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why that doesn't work. How many times have you done that? Um, do you know what I say this this was when I was I was like I was still sort of relatively new last time I would have done it was like okay. beginning of 2016 I guess yeah. so I hadn't uh, like so I'd, I'd been going for a few years but I hadn't done like a full length show and also didn't know how to perform yeah. a full length show and I knew it wouldn't work in a sort of set but also like my deliveries improved a hell of a lot on what it was like yeah Two, this time two years ago so you might have delivered it better then than you did so yeah may, or, or, or I just delivered it I delivered it worse and so if I tried it now did, maybe did you it would say work. maybe if you're annoyed at him go I don't know what his problem is it's still really good like, yeah maybe yeah maybe that's I can't it remember how you um, did it then. I'm going to make a note of that because I really want to try it again yeah um, in theory I can't see why that doesn't work yeah the other the other present based one is um, 
and I, I, spoke, I spoke to a couple of people about this, and they were like, "It's just, it's just not funny." And I was like, "Oh, okay, fair enough." Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was like uh, I had a tough time with my granddad over Christmas because um, it, it turns out when someone tells you two weeks before Christmas that they really need wrapping paper, that's not a hint of what to buy them. Um, and then I even tried to like put a sort of extra bit on top of it. Which was like it's awful for both of you because they're getting upset, going, "Where's my gift? Where's my gift?" And you're watching them just tear your present to shreds. But and that wouldn't get anything either. And it was I just had to give up. And I I, I switched a couple of people. I remember my housemates were just like, "That's just rubbish. It's a rubbish joke." No, it's not. No, it's not. It's funny. It's just I just couldn't word it. I worded it in so many different ways. That's not that's not a hint of what to buy them. That's not a hint. Um, they don't mean as a when someone tells you they need wrapping paper, they. Uh, yeah, they don't mean as a gift or not as a present. That sort of. I tried yeah. every little combination, don't and it want, never ever worked. And if it got a tight, that. if it kind of got a half chuckle, then the extra bit would really work. But obviously, if they weren't on board from me off, then it, oh, it wasn't man. worth it. I think that's great. Glenmore, great stuff. Brilliant. Hope you enjoyed that. Any feedback, let us know. A lot of you who are new to the podcast probably haven't even heard the original episode. So let us know what you think. At Jokes with Mark, across all social media, Danny and I, we're going back out on my tour. We are heading to the West Country very soon. Tickets are now available for that. We've also just put on sale a Folkestone gig in Kent. Uh, which is uh, which is another hometown gig of mine. I'm but I'm lucky that I've got quite a few hometown gigs because I sort of grew up in a little village between Folkestone, Canterbury, and uh, Ashford. So, uh, so yeah, I get multiple hometown gigs, but they are now available. So check that out, MarkSimmons.co.uk. Loads of other shows on there. So if you want to come see the tour, go and have a look. Uh, we'll be back very soon with some fresh cracking episodes thanks for tuning in everybody uh, anything more from you Danny nothing more from me Mark anything more from you Mark nothing more from me Danny and remember everyone be, be more Gareth. Gareth hashtag a wooga. hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.